Welcome back to another episode of the Pin High Podcast presented by Pin High Media. This week, we're going to recap Matt Fitzpatrick's win in Brookline, Brooks Kepka's shock announcement, and we'll preview the Travelers Championship, one of our favorite tournaments in Cromwell, Connecticut. So let's get into it. This is Jordan Spieth here, and this is the Pin High Podcast. Okay, let's get inside the ropes. A lot to talk about this week, Trev. I know it's been, I've been gone for a while and then everything just comes out all at once and the US Open and it's just, it's a golf is a crazy, crazy world right now. Uh, Yeah, there's a whole lot going on. I don't even know where to really start, but I I guess we should start with the US Open because you know what? That was a great tournament. It was probably my, it's, it's truly right up there. One of my favorite us opens I've ever watched. Like it's like Rom last year was great, but like there were four or five guys who thought could have a chance to win on going to Sunday. And then, uh, Rory ejected himself pretty quick. Rom kind of did the same thing, but Fitzpatrick and Salatoris both played pretty damn well. And especially in certain area certain spurts like Zalator to the front nine and then uh Fitzpatrick obviously made the putt on 13 15 and they just they were just battling which is what kind of what we all wanted the putt right. to win or punt to tie coming down to the end and that's what we that's what we got it didn't go in but and even we got. even Scotty Sheff were starting off like on fire yeah. I think he was four under through six just like this is not a US open four under through six but uh I know I it's we cold off there yeah, I, that's I, I kind of was Saturday was so awesome in terms of like how difficult it was and the greens were rock hard and it was so fun to watch. And I was hoping for more that Sunday and it rained, which is it kind of like it almost it didn't make it too easy, though, which was good. Like it didn't make the course just you can ball like hit the ball anywhere and be fine, which was I think that was the big deal about it. Uh, like 11 was, you were sticking it pretty tight. Everyone most part, but I mean, you still had to hit the shots and you weren't going to, if you did hit a bad shot, you were going to get penalized, which is what we all wanted to see. Yeah. So let's talk about the winner, Matthew Fitzpatrick first win on us soil, which is pretty amazing. Cause he's a pretty good player. I think he's won seven other, other times on the DP world tour. Uh, I mean, he kind of added this distance to him and, yeah. Ever since he's done that, he's just be, been like such a good player. Um, been knocking on the door for a while now. Uh, the cross hand chipping, which yeah. I, I tried in my backyard, which we didn't bit. even see that on Sunday. Like, I was yeah, looking he was hitting every game. green, yeah. He hit 17, what, 17 greens, yeah. Like you said, he's he's top 25 in the world and strokes gain driving approach around the green and putting now, which is makes for and now he's number 10 in the world that makes for a pretty damn good player and he just got his first pga tour win basically yeah i mean this newfound distance is has been everything for him and like he was never he crushes still, the ball. yeah he still doesn't hit it like the longest but he still hits it like he hits it a lot longer than he used to and he's not a I big mean, he, guy he, he hit it pat like i think on saturday i don't know if 15 was down when the 15 has the road going across the fairway basically uh-huh. and 99 of the time just people short that short of the road on Saturday, Fitzpatrick was across the road, and then guys like Rory and Rom were 15, like 10, 15 yards back of the road. 
Like he was crushing the ball. And it's crazy to think like, like you wouldn't think that of someone, his stature. Yeah, no, and I wouldn't, wouldn't call it a Bryson transformation because Bryson no. really was hitting the ball like, like so far. But like for him, like he's gained oh, probably yeah. as many it's yards as, game. Bry- as Bryson has gained when he was like playing. It's just like on a little bit of a different level because he's not as big as Bryson. But um, it's changed his game overall. Um, you know, pretty cool that he won the USAM in 2013, I believe, at the country club. And then he comes back yeah. and the US Open at the country club. I staying mean, with the same family. Yeah, everything staying with the same like family. That. Honorary member awesome. now. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was like, it was pretty cool to see. I think that was like one of the guys that I, I definitely wanted to, to see the win this event. I mean, you picked him on the podcast, even though yeah. you weren't here last week. Um, all three of us had him in our our pool so shout out pat for, for yeah. winning the pool um yeah i mean definitely there's not a lot of guys out there that i would have wanted to see win more than him so so good for him and, and shout out to his caddy billy foster he's been around for 30 plus Forever. years and hasn't won a major yet and this is his first major so it's, it's good to get get a major for him as well yeah i def- i definitely was i was cheering for basically i was rooting for three guys to win on Sunday, one was Rory, just because it's Rory. But if Rory wasn't going to win, I wanted either Zalatoris or Fitzpatrick. And we can get Zalatoris next, but I'm I couldn't be happy for Fitzpatrick. I didn't. I found myself like almost rooting, not against Scheffler, but I wanted to see. I just wanted to see Fitzpatrick or Zalatoris win, and it was just awesome to awesome to see that. And I don't know, I'm just really happy for it. he he and the how good he's been like i've been picking him for a while and he's been and he's he's stats are great he just he was due for a win at some point the story with the country club and the family and everything like that it's so so awesome so i'm so happy to see that and it was again awesome amazing tournament so yeah i think uh, i think dan rapaport from golf digest wrote a really good article about him they're pretty good friends from from northwestern so i yeah definitely read that i'm talking about how like Matt Fitzpatrick is the type of guy like they were celebrating the tournament, but like he was barely like even like drinking, like the, pretty much the opposite of what you would think like Shane Lowry's open celebration is was Matt Fitz- Fitzpatrick's celebration. Just, you know, very quiet, but like still taking it in and, and he he won a huge event. So good for him. Yeah. Yeah, so we should probably go into Will's out Taurus. Another second place finish in a major. He's, <laughs> he's getting close to the Louis Ustazen, in, uh, you know, finishing second in all the majors. So, I mean, it's tough. Like, when is he going to win one? And that last putt, so close. I, I that last putt. Well, first, like, forgot to get credit Fitzpatrick. That shot on eighteen, the bunker was incredible. Incredible. Like, that's yeah, unbelievable under the circumstances. Uh, but the putt on eighteen, I thought. I thought he made it like it looked pretty damn good. And he it's cliche to say he's going to, he's going to win one eventually because, but he absolutely is. But at the same time, I, like you say, Louis Tays vibes. I, I think I said this after the PGA, but if I didn't say, I definitely was thinking it, it like, it's almost, I hate to say it, but like Ricky Fowler vibes, just finishing, just finishing second and everything. And like, and, but also, I don't remember Ricky Fowler's run like that one year in 2014 as much as this one. And I mean, Zalatoris definitely has like the fact that he's competing in all these. He's making that he made that putt in 16. It's not like he's choking away these things. Like he's right there and just losing a playoff to like, one of the best players on tour. Loses uh, like basically on inch like by an inch on that missed putt. It's 
-hmm. he's so close and like he's competed at the masters every major he plays in, he basically finishes top 10 like he's going he's going to win one it's just a matter of when yeah and you could say his putting is terrible but like his putting really isn't like it's that not that terrible. bad it's like he not, doesn't make he makes a lot of clutch putts i mean i think when you get inside three feet like they they kind of mirror in on it because you know it's kind of an ugly stroke every once in a while yeah, he had they, a few of those in the final round but he made them like it wasn't like he was missing putts really no he he like pe- people they overreact and how like it's like he has some weeks of like negative strokes game playing, but he was plus one point seven strokes game playing this week. on a U.S. Like Open just, course. Like yeah, he, like I think he, he just like when great. the greens get faster, he puts better for some reason. He, he, he I don't like he and he made like a lot of, like his putting stroke from like outside ten feet is or outside five feet is fantastic, oh, and like you yeah. like you assume he's going to make some of these long putts, and he did. And uh, he if he doesn't make it, means him like if at most a couple feet by and he has that obviously he has that just they zoned in on it like that weird just like it's almost like a pump fake and it's, it's hard it's hard to watch it's really it truly it is but it's it works he got it he's got it down and he's not really missing any if he missed like i think one shorty on sunday but like he's not it's not like he's a it's not like he's like hideki or uh, like Luke List is a terrible player. Like he's not like he's one of those guys. Like he's making putts when he has to. Yeah, and listen, he's amazing off the tee. He's probably one of the top five ball strikers in the world. In Absolutely. Like approach and his short game is very underrated. He's really good at short game. Like his wedges are always like inside 100 yards, always pretty close. So, um, you know, you just got to worry about hitting it too close because then you get that weird putting stroke. But <laughs> again, like you're right. I think he's gonna win one. I think. Maybe he needs to just get like one of those PGA Tour wins out of the way, you know, like a normal event. Um, yeah, and then then we could go for a major because, <laughs> like, it seems like he always performs really well in the majors. I mean, obviously, he performs pretty well during the normal PGA Tour events, but I think he just needs to get one under under his belt. Know know what it feels like to, to win, and then then we go from there. Um, it'll be interesting to see how he reacts from. Uh, so I heard apparently he was. Like he knew he was right there. Like he knew it was really like he like he could win a major after the PGA last month, and then like after like a heartbreak like this, it's kind of like it'll be it'll be interesting to see how. I hope he reacts well, but it'll be interesting to see how he reacts. I mean, you could talk about Matt Fitzpatrick at PGA. He was kind of in contention, yeah. and then it all fell apart for him. He, he, he kind of yeah, he 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 fell apart though. It wasn't yeah, and he comes back and wins the next one. So yeah, I mean, and, I mean, and Zaltor's played way better than that. I think he just oh, absolutely got beat by the better player when just it got when it came down to it. It's it's hard to, hard to hard to beat a guy who who hits seventeen greens exactly. It's, it's, it's I mean whatever he couldn't get a single to putt to fall, but again he was hitting all the greens so two putt and and move on on every green pretty much. So that's, yeah, that, that usually wins you a, two, a U.S. Open. So and this, or sorry, Zalatoris's three best strokes gained tournaments of the year: the Masters, PGA, and U.S. Open. Turns it all in the majors. All in the majors, and then he obviously the farmers where he finished second too because he missed that putt on on eighteen too. Yeah, uh, just I mean, he'll. I'm ruining. So I think everyone is. He's everyone's ruining. So he's he is like comp comp. He's comparable to Ricky in the sense that everyone I think is rooting for him now, and just like just to win one or get like like win a tournament because everyone like he seems like a great guy and he's like. Just he's just fun to root for and fun to yep. watch, and it's, it's uh, I I I hope I, I'm I'm assuming he's gonna win one. I'm hoping he's gonna win one. I just don't, but like it's it could yeah, happen. He's mature beyond his years. I mean, the way he handled 
coming in second again probably couldn't have handled it any better so we'll see him yeah. again in the future i'm sure absolutely um and then like one more thing scotty Scheffler, he was in the hunt again he started off blazing on fire i think you know he had a disadvantage of being two groups ahead of the final group but he was in there the whole time he was making some putts and then it kind of you know went downhill but like I don't know. I thought he was going to win it when I, I forget what hole it was, but it was early on where he had a chip from the bottom of the hill, um, chipped it on the green. Yeah. It rolled back to his feet. Then he chipped it up again and he made par, I believe, saved par. So, I mean, I thought he was going to win right there, but then it just like didn't really, didn't really go well for him the rest of the way. Yeah. And it's it kind of the same thing happened on, on Saturday. Kind of got to like 600, got in the lead and he's, it's almost like he realized he was in the lead and then kind of just blew up a little bit. Like on Saturday, he went like five over and four holes. And he had that terrible 11th hole where he hit it over the green. Like it was just a horrible, horrible mistake. And eight was obviously he didn't make bogey, but it was like a horrible, just like a bad mistake to make. And it cost him, it cost him in the end. So, yeah, I'm whatever. We're like a He's little right less than time. a third or a little less than three fourths through the season right now. And he's now made the most money from events in a single That's tour season crazy. ever. And we still have plenty of events of events to go. So, and you, and you can say the whole money, the money's gotten bigger and which it has, but also since really like tiger's prime and the money's gotten bigger. Like the fact that only he's like only one person's really behind him on that list. And that's Jordan speed that is kind of, tells you how just still how good he, this season is how good yeah, he Jordan is. Spieth and like Patrick Cantley had an unbelievable season last year I think he's now second yeah. on that list so I mean like and that, that was a full season so it is kind of crazy to see that that he's in the hunt almost every week um rightfully the number one player in the world yeah absolutely absolutely the best part in the world yeah so that kind of wraps it up for the U.S. Open again what a, a great tournament I mean the country club didn't miss awesome. I mean, the country club they need to go, go get that in the rotation absolutely it's so awesome. <laughs> yeah I, I, we'll see I, I mean i don't know if the members love that but they, they definitely should try I mean, to the, get the it fact that the fact that's like 600 yards shorter than tory pines and it plays like that like it was just it was so like the rock yeah, formation was great the, the undulations the blind shots is so such a more, so much more fun to watch than even like a a Tory or a winged foot or something like that. Yeah. And there's just something about the crowd there as well. Just yeah. like you get that Boston crowd and, and, you know, Boston doesn't have enough, enough tournaments in the area. So it's, 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 it's also just sick. Just calling it the country club. Like that's just, yeah, I know that's just really the, the history cool. behind it, even though they're going to mention it like over and over and over yeah, again, like, times, yeah. but whatever. I mean, the history behind it's pretty sick. Um, and it's mm-hmm. just, just a good golf course. So we'll see if they could get that in the rotation. Cause it, it definitely deserves to be in definitely. it. Um, yeah. So moving on from the U S open, we do have a little live golf news, uh, breaking today, I guess yesterday, if you're listening to the podcast on Wednesday, Brooks Kepka to the live golf tour. Not super surprising, I would say, but because just because Chase was there, maybe it was like a, a joint deal, but like a little surprising. He kind of dodged all the questions this week in the media. I got very defensive about That's, it. That's that, like, I'm not really, like you said, I'm not really surprised. Like, by it, like, I think if you look at that list and uh, we were looking at the list and they were like last week and we we're saying like someone, one top 16 guy or something like that is going as, and I don't know if we mentioned Brooks Cup here. I don't know if he's in the top 16 anyway, but he is. Like he seemed like the kind of guy who would like kind of like the same vibe as DJ just kind of just wants doesn't really care. And he's definitely that kind of guy. We've known that for years. But the way 
and like I don't care if like I really don't care about him and I know how his motto is, but the way he acted on Thursday or Wednesday when the press conference and saying uh like why you keep asking me this, like it's annoying. I'm trying to focus on the US Open, which like to like that's fine. But like they're gonna ask, like you knew they were gonna ask you that because your brother's in it and this whole thing is going on. They're asking everyone about it. Yeah. But then and then you come out and you join the live tour after that. It's right it's, after it's that. just like like that pisses me off a little bit. The fact like that whole that whole sequence and then it turns into this thing and I I don't know. I I, I that just annoys me. Uh yeah, I mean you could see it kind of you could kind of see it coming like because when you speak about the live tour and and then you speak about brooks kepko who like some people are unsure if he even really likes golf that much like he's not like he plays for money but like that's kind of like it and like obviously he wants to win the majors if he's allowed to play in the majors and live golf allows him to spend a little more time away from the golf course like brooks kepka is like your number one guy right there that would want to do that so like, yeah, it, like I, it does make sense like in in that sense but definitely and i'm i'm surprised we never we never thought about it sooner too like yeah i mean never thought when about chase it like, was it's, there it's perfect for him yeah when chase was there like it it made sense like it, 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 he was definitely linked and i think they were a joint deal i think brooks was trying to get his brother a good deal in the live tour and, and Brooks comes over and that, you know, you get chase, you get Brooks. So I How mean, good, good for them. Bryson, do you think? I don't know. Maybe I'm hoping it's like $1, just $1 just, more. <laughs> um, that'd be amazing. That'd be, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, Brooks is there. Abraham answer another. So that was surprising. That's your guy. I didn't think he was going to go, go to there. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, you just, Oh no, he hasn't really done anything on the PGA Tour. He's won like a WGC, and that's really it. And uh, I guess I'm not really surprised, but at the same time, I'm not really like I wouldn't. I would have been surprised. I wouldn't be. I don't know. I kind of. I was kind of just met on him either way. If he, I wasn't. Wouldn't have been surprised if he went. Wouldn't have been surprised if he stayed. I guess. Yeah. So now you got number nineteen, and number twenty in the world, uh, Kepka and Answer. No. And there was the rumors on Morikawa, which he debunked, thankfully. Yeah, this morning. Uh, that, would, that, would, that would have been that a big, that would have been a big, big blow. Uh, it's Morikawa. Yeah. For pouring milk before. Cereal. Yeah, Max Homa called that one out. Um, but JT. Yeah, and JT. I mean, yeah, Morikawa staying, but there is still speculation behind Hideki and, and Patrick Cantlay. Um Hovland of her has been moved around in there. Yeah, I just yeah. like I don't know. Like, and what happens if the Live Golf does go ahead and buy the DP World DP World Tour? Like, then it might be chaos because then you have this real tour behind it where you could get official World Golf ranking points, and it might take yeah. a lot more players. We might just have Rory and JT in a match every week on the PGA Tour, and those are the only two players um, on the PGA. It it it, it will if they buy the DP World Tour, it'll be. Like it legit might be curtains to the PGA Tour. Like they like they like obviously we can talk about what they changed to um, with their current structure. Adding these eight events, what they offer with 50, 50 players, no cut, twenty million purse, which is the same as the the players. Um, yeah, they're pretty much going to a count back to a calendar schedule, like a yearly schedule. And starting in twenty twenty three, you're right, eight events, the fifty man fields based on the FedEx Cup rankings from the year before. 
Um, so top 50 gets into the field. Again, you said $20 million purses, which was the same as the players, which was the, the richest event this year. Um, my question is, are, are they creating new events? Or are they just like, like I don't having know. these be like the Arnold Palmer Memorial? I'm like, going to guess like, they probably won't create new events. That wouldn't make a ton of sense. Yeah. I, don't, I, I, don't I, I, I don't think they should. I, I think if they create new events, that would just dilute the quality of like the Arnold Palmer Memorial I think, Riviera I think they should, stuff like that. I mean, I mentioned this in our chat a little bit earlier. I think this should just replace the WGCs. Like that would make. Yeah. No, just honestly, just, yeah, just get, just get rid of the WGCs. No one really cares about those anyway. The match play is cool, but like just if, if they made it so that these like the like already elevated field events, like, like Riviera, like Arnold Palmer, like uh, Memorial, um, Tory. That kind of thing. If if they made it so that these events, uh, or at least some of them, get like that boost, kind of like that would, I think that would make sense. But like they very well could be making just whole new events, and like we have like with no history behind them. Which that's that's the kind of live golf is. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's basically like what live golf is doing. It's like I don't know. It just doesn't give like if it's like twenty million dollar purse at Bay Hill and fifty million field. Like that's pretty interesting like i think there's much that incites the players more incites the fans more like that's i hope yeah, that's i mean i guess doing, there's like an we'll incentive incentive into to like getting in those because like right now live golf is kind of like a free-for-all like you have to finish top 50 in the fedex cup standings to get into these elevated events um i think jay monahan said that there was going to be some events that like mirror them that are kind of like for other players to help keep their tour card like they're just yeah, like kind of just like same so basically the same thing as yeah, the opposite field of you know like the the i mean Punta Cana, whatever, <laughs> and then Puerto Rico, you know, the Puerto Rico Open. Yeah, like they're gonna have these these other events with them, um, and basically for those events, if you you do well in those events, you have more privilege on the PGA Tour the next year. So when you get your card, you you could enter more events, and you don't have to Monday qualify for some of them. So, so. basically, I'm getting this straight. It's basically just it's essentially the same thing as WGCs. Just Basically, more of them, just more money, more, more of them, more money, and different way of qualifying for it. Exactly, pretty much. Which honestly, I I was <laughs> calling for them to replace the WGCs. I think it makes oh, yeah. sense to replace them, and this this is not a terrible idea. It does get some players to stay, not, especially especially your top players in the world, your top fifty in the world. Like they're now incentivized want, to stay. Yeah, those definitely. are not the ones you want to like. You want to keep those guys. Like I don't think they really care if they lose you know, somebody who's outside the top 50 really. So I think, I think they basically, I think as long as they keep uh, like the, the, the five, they need to keep basically are Rory, JT, Jordan, Rom, and Morikawa. And if they keep those five, they Scheffler. She, yeah. Scheffler's right. Yeah. Scheffler there. Cam cams kind of iffy. If I feel like, like I feel like it could be iffy. Uh, if they keep those six guys, basically like, everyone else will kind of follow those guys and like they'll be the guys that obviously they'll be the people that break away but it's if those six are there that means like that means there's something still to care about on the pga tour and players will want to beat those guys and uh put up competing records against those guys like money wins like there's still a fedex cup uh and if anything it gives some some guys their like a Davis rally had more of a chance to emerge and be one of those top guys and get the, like win the FedEx cup potentially and win those events. Like it's, it's, 
get on a ride. Opportunity. It's an opportunity for those like fringe, like top, like you said, top 50 guys or even top like 20 guys that you don't really hear about as nearly as much as those like like the Brookses or Matt Fitzpatrick's and they they'll swoop in and they'll win a few more events and they'll become more household names. Yeah. I mean, again, it's just something we'll have to see what happens because I'm sure yeah. by the time this podcast comes out tomorrow, like another name or two is going to be really Oh, and by next week it'll be, it'll be someone else will come come out to the DP tour and it'll, it'll it's just it's an ever evolving landscape and it's it'll be in, it'll be it's still really interesting to see what ha- what happens with just with golf in general let alone yeah, let alone PGA we'll tour. have to see yeah um but yeah i guess that's enough of that talk for this week because i'm we're going to be doing it next week and the week after and the week after that i'm sure yep. so um with that being said we do have a tournament this week on the pga tour so let's get into skins All right, skins. So we have one of our favorite tournaments this week, Tra- Travelers Championship, right fifth off the major. back of the US Open. The fifth major is what we call it. Um, pretty good field, not gonna lie. Like the I was surprised when I saw the field list this week. Um, having you know, Sheffler, McElroy, JT, Cantway, like yeah, good really good field. Beef, like really good field this it week. Help, it helps that they're going from Boston to Connecticut. Yeah, it's literally like, a, like that, an hour really and a half right. drive, like it's, not even. It's not so far. it's, it's um, not like they're going from Tory to Connecticut, which is yeah. that that would change things. Um, it, yeah, it does definitely help that. But again, we do really like this this tournament. It is a short PGA Tour course. It's probably I think it's the second shortest course on the schedule to that that Pebble Beach Pro Am, which they they make short for a reason. Um, there's eight par fours, 400 to 450 yards. There's that drivable par four on 15 that most of the field is going to go for. I think it's like 296, which is nothing uh-huh. for them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, driving distance doesn't really matter. I mean, like we've had big hitters win, like, you know, DJs won this tournament and then we've had some of the shorter hitters win it. Ches Reavy, for example, has won this tournament. Um, Pete Dye design. This is this this is a Bubba Watson course. Um, unfortunately, Bubba's yeah. hurt, but Bubba Watson's won this event like what five or six times. So um can't pick him, but maybe maybe some of the lefties, like some lefties have won this this tournament before. Uh it does fit their yeah. games pretty well. Um, just looking at key stats, strokes again approach, par fours gain 400 to 450, and you know, strokes gain off the tee. You do want to stay in the fairway. I mean, you've played this course before, Trev. I did. I played last summer. It's it's Played great in the front nine, terrible in the back, but it's definitely you got here. I mean, the rough is thick for me, but it's basically just an iron, like a, it's a second shot golf course. Like you, you have you have a lot of opportunities to hit. Like there's fairways that are decently wide, um, but it's just like as you hit the ball and the, if you hit good iron shots, like it's like that that makes a huge difference. And like especially 15, 16, um, 17, 18, like those those yeah. four holes are just those aside the tournament a lot, especially in that tee shot in 15. So it was, it's fun. It's definitely a really fun tournament to watch. So yeah, I was looking through the past winners and like, I think, you know, something that is in common with all of them is they all probably had pretty good ball striking weeks when they came out here. You know, if you get hot striking the ball, especially pr- approaching the green, like this is, this is your tournament to win. Um, putting and off the tee don't really matter as much, but no. you know, last year Harris English won, Dustin Johnson the year before that, Ches Reavy, Bubba Watson, Jordan Spieth, Russell Knox. I mean, you know, some pretty marquee names in there. Very, very diverse list of players, like in how they yeah. play, how they play. So, like, there's no real type of player to look at, but if you just look at the last couple of tournaments, look at their ball striking, look at their approach, like some guys who are striking the ball really well 
they're going to do well in this tournament. So, um, with that being said, let's, let's get into some picks. Um, Pat's not here this week, but I guess I'll start off with his winner pick. He's picking Harold Varner the third. Um, I found him at 65 to one. Uh, again, he kind of fits the profile. He's had good ball striking weeks and, and, you know, he's not super long off the tee, but again, don't need to be long off the tee in this tournament, you know, strike the ball well, make some putts. I kind of like the pick, not a favorite, but, but definitely a good solid pick. It's the Ches Revy profile when it, when it comes to, to players winning this tournament. Um, with that being said, we each have picks as well. I mean, you, you want to go first, Trevor? Sure, I'll go. I don't know who you guys picked last week, but I picked I picked Matt Fitzpatrick to win. Um, and I will pick Davis Riley. Seems like a place where he's just gonna like he made the cut the US Open last week. And he's a great ball striker, so I'm gonna pick him for his first PGA Tour win. I feel like that's a he kind of fits the mold. I like I kind of comp him to like maybe they don't play the exact same or have the exact same stats, but I comp them to like a, like a Harris English, even like a Jordan Spieth kind of player, like just a good solid ball striker, great swing. Um, so I like him to win. He's one of the actually uh, favorites and like, I think he's 36 to one. Um, and then on my prop pick, I'll pick Tommy Fleetwood top Englishman uh, plus 200. He always has to do his beat. I think Aaron Rye and Matt Wallace, and then there's Danny Willett down there. So yeah, it should be it's not not terrible. Uh, basically, has to beat five guys, six guys, and yeah, he's finished T13 uh, the only time he's played this tournament. So yeah, great ball striker again, and I don't know, like his chances. Yeah, maybe it's a an English. Maybe he gets a win this week. English English man getting their first PGA Tour win too. He's inspired by Fitzpatrick. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. Um, yeah, so my pick. I'm gonna go with Brian Harmon. He's fifty to one. You know, I said the course fits the lefties kind of well. Again, he kind of, and he also fits the the Ches Revy profile. Um, he was T5 last year, has a bunch of top 10 finishes at this course. Something about TPC River Highlands just fits the lefties for some reason. Yeah. Um, and then next up, I have a top 20, Mark Leishman, plus 180. Finished T14 last week at the US Open, which I didn't even realize he finished that high. Um, again, also solid course history. He's won at this course before. So some Mark Leishman may be coming off pretty good US Open. Uh, we, we can make that happen. And then top 40, I'm going to pick another lefty. Why not? Hank Le- Lebiota plus 320. He's coming off a T28, the RBC Canadian. He was T5 at this event last year. Again, lefties, TPC River Highlands just works for some reason. Absolutely. Yeah. So those are the picks. Do you want to do like a hole in one draft? Three three players each. Sure. And I have a couple of things to shout out after after this too. Actually. Okay, yeah, we'll get inside the clubhouse after. Let's do, let's do a home one draft here. Okay. Um, let me pull up the, the tournament field. Um, I'll start it off. I'll go. I'll go with uh Keegan Bradley. I'll go Maverick Maverick McNeely. Okay. And then I'll uh, go. Yeah, you have another one. I'll go Keith Mitchell. Like it, like it. Um, shot in the dark here. Let's see here. Give me Bo Hostler. Mm. Yeah, I like Bo Hostler for a home one. And then Been terrible in the weekend last week. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> he's gonna get home one this week. Uh, um, and then 
let's let's go way down here. Let's see here. Uh, how about Rory Sabatini? Why not? Interesting. I kind of like that. Uh, my last pick, I'll go with Sungjae. Okay. I was big that's, on him last week. That's uh, that's the whole one draft. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, we're gonna hit one one week. I'm sure. We um, we need, we need to. You can't just throw out random names, which is which is funny, but yeah, that's kind of how home ones work. So, um, okay. So with that being said, let's get in the clubhouse. I have a couple of things. One, Rory teases my emotions every single week in the in the major, and it's really getting old. But I think he's playing better, so I think he's actually going to win. I think he could win Sanders, and I think he could. If he keeps playing like this, he'll, he can win a major next year for sure. I'm excited for St. Andrews. I, I, I've been excited so for that one all year. I, that one's been circled on my calendar. Yeah, sure. really um, looking forward to that. There's so um, many guys that I like in that, which is I know like, even worse. I know it makes it'll make for some interesting lineups and picks, and I'm I'm really looking forward. Tiger will be back, which will be awesome. Uh, I'm sure we'll, we won't hear anything about that for the next month, couple month month or two. Um, it just occurred to me too. Matt Fitzpatrick has played in Dubai events before mm-hmm. and stuff. And like in the European oh, tour. He played in those events because he's had to play in those events because he hasn't been the European like, tour in the top. Like he had to like, get his way over. Yeah. To- that's no, that's, that's, that's very reasonable. And I, I, I could be completely wrong. And I hope I am, but like, just, just occurred to me, like he could like, He's had links before, I guess, like just those, even those soft links. He kind of like, I could, he could be a name. Oh, another one. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, like when people, people, people say they're committed and then they'll commit two months later, like JT or then JT, DJ and Pat Perez. So you never know. Um, and the coverage this week was just, it was just awful. Like until the final oh round, basically, God. it was yeah. so bad. Like there was, so I timed it out in the final round actually, because the final round was kind of bad too. There was a commercial break every seven minutes in the final round up until the final hour where they went commercial free, which is, yeah. I guess they front loaded awesome. commercials, which is fine. Final, final hour commercial free. Great. But on Saturday, they were walking up 18 and they had like a commercial break. It's, it's, it's mine. It's literally, it's mind boggling how many commercials. And then they go to a, like a segment on the bartender there, which is like, it's interesting, but like, it's like, I don't like it's Saturday at the U S open. I want to watch the golf. Like if they're on the back nine, I want to watch the golf instead of seeing 10 million commercials every two seconds about despicable me. Like, and it's, it's just, it's crazy how, it's just crazy how little golf we were able to see. Like they would skip they shot uh, a lot of shots. Yeah, like Rory was just cut out of coverage at one point on su- on Sunday. Zal, we missed Zal and Torres's basically entire fourth hole, and he's just always oh, only two shots back, and then the fourth hole of a major. Oh, the worst! Uh, it's- the worst thing that happened on Sunday is Scheffler made a birdie to take the lead, like early on, and they oh yeah they teased it. They were like, oh, and Scheffler goes up to five under, and I was like. Are you gonna show it to us? Like, yeah, they, they, like they, what do you they, mean? Scheffler goes up. They to show five the under. scoreboard. They show the scoreboard change. That they say Scheffler's made a birdie. We'll show that to you next. And like, and then they like so they get they through the sh- putt and then they show Scheffler. I'm like, well, I know already. What was the like, point? Why did that? you do that? Like, what was the point? And it's and then D- Danny McCarthy. Two holes later, he makes a 
they show him on he made a birdie on six that you see on the scoreboard, and then you then you see his putt on six that he's making. They're acting like they never like they never teased it at all. It's like yeah, it's like I'm not at the how, event. Like you could you could wait a couple seconds. I don't. How hard time. is it? To just wait, like you don't have to say anything. Like just like just just wait and show the putt and act like it like like just and just say like just a moment ago. That that's what that phrase is for. It doesn't yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. Uh going off that, Nick Faldo. Nick Faldo's done. Yeah, Nick Faldo leaving uh CBS, which I mean, I think he's just like retiring. Like I think he's just like like we're Good. we're not Nick Faldo stands at all. Like we, we don't really like him no. at all, but and I think he's like moving to a farm in Montana, and and that's that's going to be his life now. That's which fine. Is fine. That's I fine. I think they're I'm, they're they're who are they they're promoting Immelman, right? As the guy new named Trevor, one guy. Yeah, Trevor yeah. Immelman. Yeah, he's pretty good. I like him. I like him, and I mean, he gives Faldo's just doesn't really get it. He just kind of he just kind of mumbles and rambles on all the time, and doesn't. It's funny. And, it's, and, it is funny sometimes, especially when they're it like, is. when it's like a not a marquee tour event, and like you're just kind of like watching. It is kind of funny to to hear what Nick Faldo is gonna 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 say, but he he's gotten a lot more hate recently. And then yeah, obviously the thing at the Masters with Rory that was really bad, and just and like amplified all that, and got like part of my take talking about it. Like that's how bad it was, and and then so it it, it just you know what, dude, go do his own thing. That's fine. I'm happy for him, but I I'm happy I'm happy I won't be able to we'll have to see him on the golf pod golf world our broadcast anymore yeah yeah definitely i i agree i'm not a big nick faldo fan so wish him well in retirement um yeah that's that's it i mean again nbc didn't have a good coverage this week for the us the The live tour would never the live tour would never do that no 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 (laughs) live tour the the only good things about the live tour is that the pga tour should take a little just some of their present presentation of the tournaments they should they could definitely the live leaderboard's very cool yeah and shotgun starts interesting but also at the same time you kind of don't know where you know where everyone is uh i wouldn't mind a shot for the csga we did a shotgun start but we would uh the last three groups like the leaders basically in tournaments like if it was a shotgun the last three groups would all go off one right like kind of like after each other staggering like, yeah which is like that makes it a little bit more watchable. I think. I think it would make it watchable. But I mean, I, I could deal with a shotgun start yeah. for for Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, Thursday, Thursday, Friday, they could definitely do that. And like, I mean, get them off the course much quicker. The only thing I'll say about Live Golf when we watched the first broadcast is they were they were having trouble like filling some of the extra time just because like you know there was no commercials and i think on like if you watched all three days they were just showing the same like little cutscene promo things over yeah. and over again and which is which is expected annoying, that's like i i heard chase kepka and i was like i'm here for the chase kepka like like hype promo but then i heard yeah. it again on friday and then i saw it again on on saturday and i was like okay like i saw this three times now so it's, yeah it's it's got a i mean the live tour is just like like you don't really know what you're gonna get, but like the definitely like the lot live leaderboard, the less commercials, the PGA tour should take notice. And I mean, credit to Mike Wan, the USGA. He said um uh, he heard all the backlash about the commercial load on uh Saturday and said that we will fix this. And like in the last hour, no commercial free. I mean, I, I watched on tape delays. I wanted to 
I didn't want to know what happened and I wanted to watch it, but I watched that last hour, like all the way through. And it was, and it was incredible. Like it was, that was really awesome, but, and they can definitely do, if they want to front load on Saturday morning and Sunday morning to do that, that's fine. But like, it's like, you can't have it late Saturday afternoon and then late, like probably the best day of viewing that day, like was like everything was going on. Like, like you can't have that many, that little golf shown that day. It's just, it's yeah, mind boggling. Yeah. yeah, I mean, whatever. You got to pay the bills, but especially if the PGA yeah. is going to make the, the purses even higher. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, all in all, still was a great tournament. Um, Absolutely. That, that was a little annoying, but again, a great tournament. I enjoyed it. Uh, and then, I mean, we have the Travelers coming up this week. Should enjoy that one as well. Always love this tournament. What's, what's next week? Do we know? Um, PGA Tour schedule. I, I literally, like, I think it's, yeah, oh, it's John, Deere. John, John Deere. John Deere. Yeah. Travelers, John Deere. I think you have the Scottish Open, which is now Scott, Scottish a, and Barbasol. And the yeah. Open. The Scottish Open is now like a PGA Tour like event. That's cool. I, I think that's that's cool. I think. I, I think, think they figured most of their players are going there for the Open the week after. So, uh, and, yeah, and, then, open, and, then the open. And, and then we have that Pro Am that Tiger's playing and all yeah, these right. guys are playing and which will be crazy. Um, so. but yeah, I mean, there's some good tournaments left and then the FedEx cup playoffs, um, are quickly approaching, yeah. which maybe aren't as fun as they used to be, but still pretty fun nonetheless. So I'll probably go to the tour championship actually down sure. in Atlanta. Nice. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great week of golf and see you next week.